Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, loves. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sparks. And today we're talking with Janet Sandberg. Janet is an intuitive coach, energy healer, medium, and author with, who has over 30 years of experience in the healing arts. And she's a dear friend of mine. So welcome, love. Thank you. So happy to be here. I know. I'm so happy that you're here too. What, let's start off, like, what do you call divine guidance? Um, lots of things kind of depends who I'm talking to and where they're at in their journey. Um, generally I just sort of refer to it all as spirit or soul. Um, cause those are sort of things that I think people can relate to more. Um, divine can get iffy people get confused sometimes between like religious god and universal spirit source that kind of thing so i mm -hmm. kind of stay away from the word divine mm -hmm. um yeah unless i know you know who i'm talking to yep i, I love it yeah. and then when you are just having that conversation what do you refer to that as spirit so yes. I which is weird because if I'm channeling, I'm actually channeling the collective, yeah. um, which is like a group of, I don't know, <laughs> spirits. Yes. Um, but I generally don't tell people that because I feel like that's sort of superfluous. I know. <laughs> I, I get it because I also don't go into all the different levels that I see and I just categorize it as spirit. But then there are times that it's like, I just go straight to God or like a, a higher power. It, it feels different than the different levels of archangels or different angels or angel assistants or, or, or spirits or, um, or I can't healing, healing deities or any, anything like that. Um, the energies all just feel so different. So I can't just be like, so I, I actually, is that, can you tell the difference of all the different levels? And do, are they, are you being told who you are chatting with? Like, like um, if an angel comes in, are you told like, Hey, this is so-and-so, this is who I'm talking to. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. It's not my jam. Like I, I can't, unless I am like channeling some sort of program or something, I can't like tell like, oh yes, it's angel so-and-so versus some people are really awesome at that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And I do, there's generally not a lot, like if I'm in a healing session, then it's very specific who I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. Um, and more often than not, like I said, it's just the collective, um, yeah. occasionally other people will pop in, but they tend not to be vocal. For me, the, the collective are the, the translators, I guess. Um, so they're who I connect to for messages. If there are other, you know, angels or archangels or, 
um, that unless it's, it's, um, like a mediumship thing and it's somebody related to the client, then it's very specific also. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I think that channeling a media, like as a medium, it takes different energy than channeling as an an intuitive coach or channeling the collective. That's how I feel. Well, what, what experience have you had? Yeah. Um, the, well, the mediumship thing was, was not, was never voluntary. You know, that's, it's been there my whole life. I didn't actually know what it was until I was like in my thirties. Um, yeah, yeah. And now like every time I think I want to do more mediumship readings, I start doing them and I'm like, "Mm, no, this is, (laughs) it's, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. So in my, in my Facebook group, I was doing weekly readings. And after a couple of months, I was just like, oh, this is just, it's too much. So I love doing it because I love helping people in that way. And I love connecting them and passing on the messages, but yeah, it's a much different vibration. So I'm like, okay, once a month is about all I can do of those kinds of readings. Yes. Yes. Have you, so you said that you have been doing it for your whole life. So have you, have you always tuned in? Have you always listened? Like, what, what has your journey been like? So I can remember, you know, as, as far back as I can remember being a kid. Um, and it was usually sort of when I was like in the zone. And for me, that was coloring. Um, and I used to color while I was watching TV, but that was kind of just more background noise. But like when I was sort of in that meditative state where I was like not really thinking about anything. And then as a kid, it would always be like, I felt like I had to look like somebody was grabbing my head and turning it like, look over here. And there was never anything over there. Cause I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And there was, there was nobody I could talk to or ask questions <laughs> or anything back then. Um, so this would just happen and was always by myself, you know, it was, and I was just like, and I knew even then, like, this does not happen to normal people. Like this is not, this is not something I should talk about, you know? <laughs> so I never did. And it wasn't until I was older, like in my thirties and I started doing Reiki training and energy healing. And that got me more connected to, to being open in that kind of way. And then I was like, Oh, that's what that means. So then when I got this, like turn your head sensation, then I would know to sort of go to that space to open up and receive. And then I realized that was people on the other side trying to get my attention. So, because they had a message to give. So your indicator that spirit wanted to talk with you is you would hear, turn your head or you would feel like I would feel. So, so you feel like you would need to turn your head. And then you would like look in a different direction or look out past whatever, or, or was it it because they were like, they were there Oh, and I was supposed to turn and look at them. Oh, so you can actually see spirit. Um, or were you talking about like, say like turn and look at them and like the human that you need to be referring to or talking to was like, yeah, like the, the people who had passed were trying to get my attention. Ah, okay. Gotcha. That's so interesting because is that the way that it works now for you? No, I mean, still sometimes occasionally, but now I'm, I'm, 
I've practiced. So I'm much more attuned. So I get the signal before they're like grabbing me, (laughs) shaking me and being like, hello, I have a message. Well, and I think that that is important for anybody who is tuning in, who's listening is pay attention to those subtle signs. So to see what it is and, and connect the dots because I also would get stomach aches whenever I had a message for whomever I was about ready to see, like it usually started when I was getting ready and I would get a stomach ache and then the stomach ache would keep growing and growing and growing. And I would attribute it to maybe it was anxiety of being around people, or I was nervous or there was worry. But once I realized that it was, is a message and I got the message and I shared it, the stomach ache went away. So you're, I just found that interesting that yours was the turning of the head and look and mine was the stomach. So I just, just know whomever's tuning in, whoever's listening, that you have your own unique way that spirit is trying to get your attention. Do you have anything extra you want to share? Um, no, that's, that's, that's absolutely it. Yeah. Like I've never in all of my years of talking to people about this, nobody else has ever gone. Oh yeah. That's totally the same with me. Like, <laughs> I know. And that's like, it's hard as intuitives, uh, as intuitive coaches, mentors, whatever we want to call ourselves to, to, to help somebody to listen to their own inner wisdom, their own intuition, because we all do it in such a different way. Um, so what happens when you do listen versus when you don't? Um, well, it depends. It depends. Am I listening to the collective, to source, to spirit, or am I listening to somebody who has passed? Mm -hmm. Um, so listening to somebody who has passed is actually really easy. Um, cause it's not about me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, it's usually like, there's a message. Um, like my husband's father pops in like all the time. Cause once he figured out that I was here, you know, he can still talk to his son. So, you know, he's just like, he pops in a lot. Um, <laughs> and that's fine. Then I just pass on the message and it's all good. And then he goes away. Yeah. Um, or whoever it is, you know, once they've given me the message, they just disappear. Um, if it's a message from spirit, if it's for myself, you know, that's the hard part when it's messages for other people, it's a lot easier to just like get the message, pass it along and be like, okay, now, you know, I'm here to support you in whatever it is that I've just told you, if you need clarity or whatever, but when it's for me, I think there's a lot more doubt that -hmm. comes along with it. Um, and And also for me, it was also realizing that the messages can be for me, that Mm -hmm. I'm allowed to use spirit for myself. I'm allowed to ask questions for me too. I'm allowed to receive that guidance. I'm not just here for other people, which of course is, you know, a reflection of the rest of my life where, you know, everybody else comes first. Mm -hmm. I get it. I, I did not want to take advantage of my gift. And I think that's also why we're given it. Like, and that's also why other people aren't because we respect it. We honor it. Um, at least from my perspective that I have seen other people try to abuse it 
Mm-hmm. And that's why they don't have it. <laughs> they don't have this particular type of gift. They may have other gifts that they're to, that they're to use and live out. But when we use it in a way that is helpful to ourselves and to others, I almost think that that's why we're given it in the first place is because spirit already knows that we can be trusted. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I haven't thought about it that way, but that, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Well, I, I noticed there was a gal who I would talk to and she's like, why aren't you using it more? She's like, if I was using it, I would be asking a thousand questions to the point that my guides would be like, la, 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 (laughs) la. I don't want to hear it anymore, but you're over here being like, okay, let's be selective on what we ask for. And now I feel more like I'm in communication, but I also like, if I don't know, I guess there's no dumb question, but I don't know. I just try to trust it and trust myself, you know? And I think if, if I had known what was happening when I was young, I would have been a lot more open a lot earlier, but I just kind of shut it down because I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was happening. So I just shut that down. And then of course, everything shut down. So it's sort of taken me a long, long time, you know, 10, 15 years to open and trust and, um, and ask and start asking the questions, not just sort of waiting for them to come to me. Yeah. There was an analogy that I recently received and I've heard this before when I was starting to wake up, people would say, Oh, spirit is the, is the GPS. And I'm like, sure. Okay. But then I got like a little more in depth of when I was trying to plan a vacation, something very mind blowing, you know, I was like, I couldn't get information from spirit about it. I'm like, well, maybe it's just not important. But then spirit says, why don't you ask your soul where you actually want to go and what you're actually aligned with? And so I dove deeper and I asked my soul and then I got information on like how many days we're supposed to be gone and where we're supposed to go and like what it is that I really wanted to experience what is it that my soul really wanted to experience and then I was able to plug that information into spirit and then spirit could be the the GPS so the analogy that I saw was that my soul is the address that I enter into Google Maps or a GPS and then spirit is the actual maps that take me to point A, point B, whatever, this is the quickest, effective route. And so I think that that's, that might also be why when we, like you're, you're saying like when you actually trust and then you ask more versus just sitting back and like, what should I share? What, like, what would you like to talk about today, spirit? And I did that for years. And I looked back at a journal recently and it was it was the same answer for like an entire year. <laughs> and I was like, why isn't my life changing? <laughs> and so it's like, you're not changing the questions, Sarah Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> what have you found by asking more? What, what, what comes up for you or what clarity? Um, just everything is so much easier um, rather than just waiting for the messages to come, you know, when, when you take that control, when you feel empowered to start steering the conversation and taking an active role in the conversation, like 
you're not just a receptacle. Like you're, you're in an active part of the conversation and it go, it does actually go both ways. And, you know, my life up until 10 years ago was just me sitting back, um, you know, letting whatever happened, happened. I was not an active participant in my life. Um, and you know, that went pretty well for a while, um, until it didn't. And then it went very badly. (laughs) And then after things crashed and burned, um, I, you know, you pick up the pieces and you put yourself back together and then you're like, Hmm, what went wrong? And you're like, ah, I see. I need to actually, uh, participate in my own life. And for me, part of that participation is um, having this connection to to spirit and and having two way conversation with spirit. Yes, it's a two way conversation. Does everybody hear that? <laughs> Speaking into the mic. Hello. <laughs> it's a two way conversation. Janice, brilliant. Listen to her. <laughs> What has helped you trust that intuition even more? Um, time and a lot of practice. Like, you know, you start doing it and you're like, I don't know if this is right. I don't know if that's really the message. You just, just go with it. Like if it's not something that's obviously going to, to harm you, um, but just, just go with it. And then over time you, you get that, um, the, the positive feedback that it it's, it's working. Yes. Yes. Um, how, so you mentioned before how you used to receive, how was the best way for you to receive information now? Um, yeah, just ask for it. Um, yes. And, and, um, energy healing has helped a lot. Um, because, when, when the energy is flowing, um, it, it opens me up and there's a certain feeling that goes along with that. So I sort of use that as my guide to know when I'm open to the universe and open to receive and open to connect. Um, so like, I don't, (laughs) I don't really know how it works for people who don't also do energy healing. (laughs) Um, but that's, that's sort of my route to get yes. there. Yes, for sure. I, I love how I get to interview so many different people and all the different paths and all their different professions. And I think it's so key that we tune into how we do it. And because you go through energy healing, but not everybody might, but there's a, a lot of people who that would be helpful for. And like, I focus more on listening because a lot of people that I connect with can listen. And then there's another gal I talked to that's more um, feeling kinetic. And so, she, you know, she feels it into her body. And so I love how we each have our own roles in how we receive. Where, do you have any cool stories that you want to share about where listening to your divine guidance has led you? Oh, so many. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of, I'm going to 
go with um it's kind of a kind of a longer story but um and kind of a manifesting story yeah i want to hear just it. that just that gut feeling so i had this years ago had a client we turned it out to be good friends when i was working with her energy healing client when i worked with her it was amazing to watch cuz i love when i get long term clients cuz you just watch all the pieces fall into place which is like coaching you know it just happens either way um but you know she she got the the new place to live and then she got you know the the great job and then she got the man and like all the all the big pieces sort of fell into place so and then we just became friends and uh when she and her her man were getting married they invited me to the wedding which was in Mexico and i did not have money to to just jaunt off to Mexico i have i'm a single mom i had two teenagers at home and i was like actually no i think my son was already in college by then so i have one teenager at home and i was like how and i'm like i don't care you know i just kind of sat there and i just had this i didn't even have to think about it it was just like i know i'm going to go I know this is going to happen and I don't know how, but I know it's going to happen. And I just kept listening to that. And I never let any doubts or worries or anything sort of come into my mind. And, um, my niece was here in town going to university and then she ended up staying. Um, so she was older. So I was like, she could just pop over and stay at the house with my daughter um while i was gone that was easy as pie i didn't even have to think about it there was nothing to it and i just when when it was time to pay for our trip i had all the money in the bank like i wasn't even actively you know trying to save money for it it just happened and it's always those times and there wasn't really like a direct conversation with spirit around any of this it was just a, a knowing that i had um and any time i have this knowing i also had the same knowing about my husband like we were together for ages <laughs> it felt like to me <laughs> before we finally got married and i just like and it's it's a long distance relationship we live in different countries like and i just knew eventually we're going to be together and he would sometimes worry and be like i don't know how this is ever going to work i'm like it will it just will i just know and when you get that knowing you know where it's coming from like it's not coming from me <laughs> it's coming from from spirit and sometimes i would tune in and ask for questions um or ask for answers to my questions <laughs> um but a lot of times in those situations it's just like you don't need the specifics it's just going to happen just be patient and it's the timeline that messes us up most of the time. Isn't it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody wants very it now, impatient it. people. <laughs> I want it now. I want it now. <laughs> it is patience. So what is what would be thank you for sharing that. I love those stories and I'm glad that you got to go to Mexico and I'm glad that you have your husband. Um what final advice would you like to give those who are listening who want more floating on a cloud moments? Um yeah, be patient. Um these being comfortable with your gifts does not happen overnight. 
it takes time and it takes practice. Um, so it takes practice, it takes trust and time. So just, just keep at it, keep doing it. Um, go with your gut. You know, if it feels like that's what you should be doing, then do it. If it feels like you need to ask a question to spirit, then do it. And whatever you hear, that's your answer, whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I think that's just the biggest one is just, you know, patience and time and practice. There's no shortcuts. No. Awesome. How and also find somebody to work with like Sarah or me <laughs> or, you know, have that support and guidance. Cause like I said, you know, when I was little and I had no one to talk to and I didn't know what was happening, it's really scary. So there's a lot of us out there and we're much more visible now than we were many, many decades ago. Yes. So find somebody to help support, guide, encourage you because that will go further than anything. Yes. Thank you. We're just saying that. And how do we find you? Um, I have a website, which is just my name, janetsandberg.com or, uh, Instagram, janetsandberg.intuitive. Um, and I'm on Facebook too. Awesome. We'll put that in the description and make sure y'all check her out. All right. Thank you. Thanks Thanks. For conversation. Love you lady. Love you too. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Mm-hmm.